It's a good show. Ah, uh, if you're joining us, I'm Lucas Neff. I'm Barry Ross Rothbart, and you're listening to. I mean, Barry says this all the time. Yeah, maybe one of the most incredible episodes that we've ever recorded. Okay, was, now I, I feel like a lot of you are like Barry's a liar. He's a dirty Jew liar, but. Um, <laughs> I am not lying in this one. This is super interesting. This is a friend of, of mine who I've known for years, and Lucas is now a friend of hers. I think so. I hope um, so. She's a incredible comedian. She's probably one of the most famous people, numbers-wise, that we've ever had on the show. Yeah. Who is she? she her name is Ashling B. She's, ah. she's uh, of Irish descent. She's currently living in London. Um, you might have seen her on a show called 8 Out of 10 Cats, which is huge in the UK. That might not have made it over here. Um, she's been uh, on several television shows, including she has a Netflix special of her stand-up comedy coming out in late August. On um, Netflix? On Netflix, a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, the Netflix specials go other places, <laughs> so I just want to make sure that people know that this is one of the Netflix specials on Netflix. Yes, and uh, I follow her on Instagram and Twitter, and you guys need to also. And what I realized a few months ago was um, she was incredibly active in the fight to repeal the Eighth Amendment in Ireland. And if you don't know what the Eighth Amendment is. Mm-hmm. It was an amendment in the Irish Constitution in 1983 to make abortion pretty much impossible. Yes. Um, Ireland has had a very confusing relationship with religion, and we get into that, and abortion, and then how that could be important to our struggles here. Um, we talk about uh, why I should be called Sneery Barry. Mm-hmm. It's because you sneer. Uh, <laughs> we talk about the importance of difficult conversations. Yeah. And, and how to maybe start those conversations if you're not great at them. And we also have one of the funniest answers we've ever gotten in a lightning round question. Yeah. And it'll be very obvious when you hear which one it is. uh Uh-huh. And you'll learn a lot of stuff about Ireland that no one's ever known. No one does. No one knows this stuff about Ireland. For instance, we didn't bring this up in the podcast, but they have a potato brand chip called Tato. Which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, it's a potato chip with eyes for, on it. They ask for a tato, a it's tato with eyes, and silly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's go get of, high. Oh, and, uh, and also, she told us that we saved the world. She so she actually yeah. said we saved the world this time. So, so we're gonna we might it. not ever need to do another one of these. Yeah, but. this might be the last. <laughs> okay, so let's go. Uh, what do you think? Uh, save the world and smoke some weed. weed. Yes. Saving the world with Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be me. No fun. No games. Okay. Okay. You know, I can do a, no banter. Honestly, that's a rule a lot of guests anyway. bring into the studio, so we're pretty used to it. <laughs> um, so for those of you who just joined us, because we chose this this point for you to join us um ashling's on the line and there is a delay right yes there's a delay but it's a technical delay it's not um me being it's not a, it's not like a brain it's problem it's not an artistic delay no it's it's not an art it's neither artistic nor biological it is technological this delay uh, the future's here mm-hmm. uh, eventually and it's slow <laughs> yeah <laughs> um well uh well first of all um thank you for joining us boy oh boy thank you you sound Hello, like you're here. America! I'll shout in case you need to hear me louder. I wonder, I don't think Greetings that, from London. I don't, I don't know if Americans uh, listen to us that much. I think we're known around the we're world. Very but, global. Yeah, oh. so you're, you're talking to the world. Well, then, Konnichiwa and Alvida saying. <laughs> 
Thank you. Mes amigos. No, we have no Japanese listeners, actually. But the other two you nailed. The German and the uh, (laughs) Mexican. Huge, huge audiences for us. Um, So if we we can jump right in here, how how does everybody feel about that? Yeah. Uh, uh, About Germany. No, uh, leaping. Well, if you have opinions about Germany, I'd be we'd be happy to hear them. But also, <laughs> you uh, want to talk about Germany? Do you want to talk about Germany, or do you want to leap right into? No, Barry has I don't. A question. I just missed the question uh, to leap right in. You said no, to leap right no. in. I wasn't sure to what. I mean, my first oh. question was, can we leap right in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barry yeah, always follows it up with an act. It was your second was. different question. <laughs> I was like, uh, answer is yes. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Great. So, that was it. That's right, it. That was the you. first oh, question. Thank you so much, Ashley. Great job. This has been a lot of fun. Um. Okay, so you are are <laughs> you are probably one of my uh, favorite, if not only Irish uh, comedian friend. Um, Barry, you old charmer. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know how to I know how to talk to Irish people, and uh, <laughs> and I actually was just in Ireland and we got to hang out, and you were mm-hmm. uh, you were incredibly active in the in the fight to repeal the eighth and uh, fight oh, for abortion yes. rights. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just curious, what, uh, is it annoying to have to fight for the rights of a woman at this point in 2018? Oh, it's very annoying. It really is. It gets in the way of the day. Do you know, I have a friend who's a comedy <laughs> writer, and uh, yesterday Ooh. she was saying to me, um, her name is Brona C. Tidley, Ooh, and right. she's we'll an Irish, uh, yeah, we'll fact check that, we'll run it by the government inspector that monitors podcasts, mm-hmm. and I was talking to her yesterday and she's in, uh, working on a new show that's an all-female kind of talk show over here. And um, she was like, God, like it's so nice to go into a room and just be a person. Like, not be the female voice, uh, the black voice or whatever voice. Just to go... She's not black, that sounds odd. But, like, to go in and not be... To just thank be you for your clarifying, whole though. self with all of the uh, negatives and positives and good bits and bad bits. To just get to be a whole person rather than always uh, having to represent one perspective. Do you, do you think that's... So things like that are annoying. Yeah, do you think it's, it's, it's possible within our lifetimes that could be a more u- ubiquitous event? For... Uh, very much so. I hope so. I, I've definitely seen the change. I've been an actor for 15 years and a stand-up for seven and I've definitely, maybe eight, seven or eight, and I've definitely seen the change in that time. Um, and I would hope that it, I, I would hope that it changes because that's all you're looking for recently. But I, in terms of the, the Eighth Amendment, so for the listeners who don't know what that was, the Eighth Amendment was um, an amendment in the Irish Constitution which gave equal right to a fetus as a mother. So, for example... And that wasn't, what, that, wasn't that long ago that it was put into the Constitution either. It was a fairly recent no, it amendment. Was, yeah, it was in the last 30 years. So yeah, within 1983, lifetime. right, I think? Yeah, there was a Another, uh, and that was a nasty, nasty campaign. And this one did get nasty as well. And I don't mean it's a sort of like club with drinks, like get nasty. I mean, <laughs> oh, you mean it was very, sexy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah, weren't super hyper like, turned on by the yeah, campaign to like, repeal oh, the eighth. This is nasty. I want to make another baby. Ironically. Um, <laughs> No, this one was very, uh, it was worse, obviously, as you can imagine, in 80s Ireland, which was still hyper-religious. Um, but it's, it, this one still got very vitriolic. And I can, I can understand that. I can understand because for some people, the idea of ending a pregnancy is baby murder. And that doesn't go away for a lot of people. But this was, this one in particular, 
people were letting every single day and it's still happening because the law isn't in place yet and everything hasn't happened um, that every single day in Ireland 12 Irish women have to fly away to go and get their abortions in another country so it is happening it's just basically what this law was saying is like oh you can have them but you have to really feel punished and you have to really spend feel a lot of money to go and get them mm-hmm. exactly we're going to make and it it's, as inhibited as possible yeah inhibited we're going to make you really just so you're really punished just so you make sure that they are really punished and there isn't and even it doesn't matter if there's anything wrong with the fetus even if you um were miscarrying you couldn't get an abortion even if you had a stillborn child in you you had to bring it to full term so the that was the amendment that's what that's wait you had to bring a stillborn child to full term yes that's there's no abortion in ireland there is no ending of pregnancy so that is what so so it wasn't boiling down to the simple are you it it was pro-choice but also ending the cruelty of that and ireland has a ireland is a beautiful country we've got such amazing people in it such a sense of community that when something like this happens and people get on board with something the numbers can be 66 percent in vote in favor of something which you don't see around the world at the moment where you know you can really make a change like that um that's what it was right 66 percent yeah um and on the other side though you've got this really dark thread in irish in irish history about sexuality and the church Mm. and the place of the woman and a whole like taboo about reproductive rights and uh, you know how many babies were literally kind of taken off unwed mothers and just given to people who came over from america they were just sort of taken away and the magdalene laundries were these um literal laundries where um, fallen women, they call them, were forced to go and work essentially in slave labour and carry through their pregnancy and normally have the babies taken away. And they were only closed in the early 90s. What were fallen women? They were only closed in the early 90s. Fallen women, yes. Fallen women, women who got pregnant, who had affairs, who were seen to be maybe promiscuous, who uh, got pregnant out of wedlock. Um, So, yeah, so there's this real, very recent thread in Irish history. And I think a lot of the vote was about going, God, we can't continue with this sort of secrecy and shame anymore. And the yes vote felt like like there weren't as many people coming out with their stories. There were so many people coming out with their stories that was amazing, but not as many as the vote reflected. And I think that just shows how many houses and homes in Ireland and families had had situations happen to them, had had um, their daughters, their mothers, their sisters, had had awful stories and how people kind of told their story with their vote and said, nah, we're not going to live in this Ireland anymore. And that's why it felt so important. Can I ask, can I ask a question here? Yes. Um, Please thanks, do. Barry. I, I vote thanks, yes. Ashling. Okay, well, yeah. uh, <laughs> we really have 100% consensus in this world, so okay. this is a pretty cool moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's, a, you know, the, there's a recent situation in the States where one of our Supreme Court mm-hmm. justices, I don't know how familiar you are, has a, announced his resignation. He was sort of a swing vote on a yes, very partisan... Yes, I saw that. That was yesterday. And uh, a, a, overall, way too small court. The Supreme Court should have way more justices mm-hmm. on it. It would, it would, it sort of, it would ne- neutralize a lot of this partisanship that we see. But there's every mm-hmm. chance now, America, a lot of Americans are sort of freaked out because it looks like Roe v. Wade are... Uh, law uh, amendment uh, giving women the right to abortion and reproductive rights over their own, uh, you know, over their own body. Uh, now it looks like that might be imperiled. Uh, and mm-hmm. for yourself, having gone through a successful campaign to overturn a law like a situation like that in Ireland, what sort of a, advice 
can you give to American women or American men who are interested in in, in repealing Roe v. Wade? Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Well, thanks, I suppose thanks, what Bert. changed? Yeah. I think. Uh, um, I suppose what changed things for a lot of people, um, and again, the American political system just boggles my mind. I don't stupid. understand it. It's, it's like really you have stupid. a load of different countries. Well, there's uh, you know uh, most political no political situation or uh, um, system is ideal, and America is so huge. Ireland is five and a half million people and what and there's a lot to be said for being able to affect a change in essentially a large small town mm-hmm. and that's kind of what Ireland is. Now you have people in America with all different backgrounds and different um, landscapes and different uh, socioeconomic backgrounds and depending on where you live what life is practically like for you whether you're growing up where there's no industries where there used to be or you know it's it's Politics are so complicated in America, and I get that. I would just say, in terms of um, reproductive health, and what a big change! What the, the big change for Ireland, I think, was literally simple conversations all the time with people who aren't like you. So, uh, your mothers, your fathers, your aunts, your uncles, people from different backgrounds, races, religions, explore and open up chats rather than just going, "Oh, yeah, well, that's what they're like," and actually start talk having to the each chats other. with, yeah, talk to each other and. And I think a lot of, and I do mean this metaphorically, uh, kind of is kind of put down your guns on both sides a little time, a little, a lot of the time. Yeah, you need to stress that's so a metaphor for our country because we're super uh, yeah. nuts about guns. But I think literally, a, but I think, let's put down our guns. Too. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't even think um, just a metaphor. No, but in our country, we could, we're all holding guns twenty four seven. So, but on on both sides, here on the left in the UK, so I live in in, in the UK now, not Ireland. Um, here on the left, there's a real tend towards lefty extremism as well, and I'd be quite a left leaning liberal. But there's a real thread of mm-hmm. um, not being allowed to express either side and nothing gets done that way. And I'm not saying you go, oh, let's try and understand Trump. But there's just a middle ground where to make any change, you have to start kind of kind of starting to be not as so defensive and go away. Now, why does someone feel this way? So, for example, I had to sort of go, well, I'm very pro-choice, but why does someone feel that passionate about saying no and, and how can I have a conversation there with that person and they have a conversation with me that we can affect change maybe because we all have to live in this world together and so uh, um, I think that's that's the only thing I can advise because politically I, I don't know what to do I don't know your system over there and voting and mm. but 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 you do have a power with your votes and what you can do and don't lose it must be so hard to get jaded not to get jaded from marching at the moment I'm very it's jaded. unprecedented what's yeah. happening with with, with Trump, I've been I've been coming out to LA for maybe four years now, four and a half years, and in that time, it's been so interesting to see. I go out and back, so I spent about a third of my year in LA, and I go out and back um, over the last couple of years, like throughout the year. And in the last two, it's been really interesting to see what's been happening backstage at comedy clubs because at first there was a, like the, the joke of "Whoa, this guy, this is great for comedy." There's this <laughs> random kind of horse booking around the field, but we're not going to take him seriously. And then the sort of slow decline of going, Jesus, this is a nomination. No, this can't happen. And the angry and uh, side of things and how that can affect comedy. And then by the end of it, just a jadedness. I think now, as most of us feel, the stuff that's going on, people are like, oh, this must be great for comedy. And you're like, yes, one moment, please. Ah! 
Yeah. It's very hard to find any funny angles. Uh Um, I I don't understand that argument either because it's like you can't make Trump jokes anymore. It's literally there's a thousand takes every second. Like anything that happens, you turn on Twitter and there's a million takes and then there's Samantha Bee and John Oliver. And it's just like, what are you going to make? What jokes are you going to make? something has changed and you see people really struggling to find punchlines and you can understand it because also... I do hate to see how hard the, the comedians have been hit. It's Thank terrible. Thank you so it's much, just, Lucas. Yeah, I know you guys don't get mentioned on a lot of the hashtags and at the marches. I know, but I, I know. You guys have been Actually, we do get mentioned a lot in one hashtag. <laughs> yeah. All comedians matter. That was great. I don't get this joke, You're going to play for that. There's, yeah. a, there's a pretty, uh, Only pretty intense hashtag going around. Only 66% of the vote. <laughs> oh, really? Only 66% of this podcast has voted in favor of this joke. And the other <laughs> I vote no. Okay. What, what is have the you, hashtag? What oh, are you talking well, about? It's, uh, you know, yeah. Lucas, you say it. Uh, well, uh, thanks, Barry. I, uh, I too, or me too, have, uh, oh, you yeah. know, uh, have... Uh, terrible. Oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great joke, I think, Barry. I, I think explaining it. it was really off-putting. Yeah, the but explaining it yeah. that. has killed it a little bit. It's definitely wounded the joke. Um, um, but it's still alive. It was, I have... It's been so sad to hear you explain that, that it's almost become my hashtag me too moment. Uh, well, th- thanks. We can finally be... <laughs> Wait, yeah. Do we, do we just... What do you mean? Yeah. Let's not use that. It's going to be so uncomfortable and sad. Speaking of uncomfortable conversations. Uh, Please. Earlier, <laughs> earlier, that was the original title of this podcast. <laughs> um, earlier you mentioned that uh, when you were talking about your advice sort of for uh, people in mm. America, uh, you talked about the importance of having difficult conversations. Um, yes. Have you? Are there any particular, particularly difficult conversations you've had, or that you had to initiate? Could you tell us, like, your experience? Definitely, with in terms of the in terms of uh, the uh, vote in Ireland. You mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the interesting thing from from my point of view is so one of the very sad things about Ireland is once you live outside of Ireland for eighteen months, you lose your right to vote. Um, oh, which is incredibly sad. Crazy. Wow. It's so crazy because I have a lot of friends in the UK who are American and Americans get postal votes. They can send back. back but we uh, only votes count them half the time. <laughs> but uh, let's we, say the post works, but the post is this. Yeah, they yeah. get lost. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. is uh, that, that why I say that it might seem like a tangent is that I'm living in the UK and why I campaign so hard is that I know I have a voice that some people listen to because of my profile. And I sort of felt like that's sort of the only thing I could do because I literally do not have a vote anymore. And the only uh, people who can vote are normally very young as well because the people who have left Ireland over 18 months are probably going to be over the age of 25 and can't vote anymore. And there's a huge amount of Irish people who've gone to America and Australia to work because of the recession and no longer have a vote yet will probably in a couple of years move home and so they have no vote in what happens in their own country now i say that in terms of difficult conversations because i had to chat to my friends at home and just kind of check in to make sure they were voting not on my behalf but sort of uh, that i wanted to that that's how i felt i could chat and i know my sister definitely had a conversation with her friend where she just took it as a given that her friend was voting yes and she would think her friend had a very similar background to us and uh, everything else and she was voting no and that was a tough conversation for her. In terms of me, uh, most of the conversations I I was having, like to be honest, the people I was attracting with their opposite opinion 
weren't really the people I would want to be trying to have conversations with. You mean uh, social media? Put it that way. Like that. Yeah, social media, we're traitors, we're murderers, all that kind of stuff, you know, that kind of carry on. Um, even though they did do a list of celebrities who were traitors to Ireland after it, and I wasn't one of them, and I was very upset. Bloody <laughs> Bono. Um, yeah. <laughs> You were saying that that you know, it was it was particularly nasty too. That this was a uh, a pretty brutal fight, um, and it, yeah. being in Ireland, it felt like like something is changing. I don't know why it ha- it's happening. I guess as of late, it seemed like mm-hmm. people are uh, are pretty impressed with the president, prime minister, president. President, yes, I mean, uh, there's a he's he is still quite a um, yeah, so a Taoiseach is the Irish word, but Prime Minister would be the um, the official, yeah, uh, yeah. sort of out of Ireland, yeah, uh, term. And he's gay, Leo and, Radker, yeah. he's he is, yes, but he's still very conservative. He's conservative, but he did back the yes campaign now. In terms of uh, Ireland and the daily politics, I can't confess to be on top of that because I live in the UK now, sure. all of my stand up is here, so I don't tend to know the ins and outs of it. But as a general, people are like, yay gay uh, prime minister but ultimately still a very conservative politician on a lot of subjects uh, but then he did back the yes vote which was a positive so from on the bigger issues that's where I can sort of judge him um, on the smaller things I think people have uh, mixed views on him perhaps because uh, still coming from maybe a conservative it's very hard there's no real right and left wing in Ireland because the two major um, parties in Ireland Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael their big difference is history not politics so it would have been the old history from the um, uh, from the 1920s when Ireland fought for independence and sort of like uh, there was a treaty which enduring the treaty that we signed for our independence that's when we lost the six counties and so there were some people who were very uh. against that treaty and some people who were pro the treaty because peace was better than kind of in a united Ireland so that's kind of where the, the core uh, which side are you on came from but it's not necessarily actual policies anymore whereas in the UK you've got a conservative right and uh, um, and the left, which is the Labour Party. Are, are you? Um, pardon me for in, in, interjecting here. Are you able to vote? And this, if this is uh, sorry, this is invasive. But are you able to vote in the UK? Yes, I can. Yes. Okay, because now I, not I was... everyone can, but that's an interesting Irish English situation. So, as an Irish person living in the UK, I can. But I'm pretty sure Americans living here can't. Uh, French, German, Spanish people can't. But then they can still vote in their own country, and I can't. Now, that's, they don't have anything to do with each other, but it's interesting that I do still have a vote as Who long can? as I live in the UK. But if I lived in America, which I often do sometimes, um, I wouldn't have a vote anywhere in the world, which is an odd thing. Yeah, because I, 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 I was wondering about that. was exactly sort of what I was wondering, is what that experience would be like to be, mm. to be literally trapped without a vote. Um, because especially very... as an Irish woman in the last 100, 100 years ago, what are we now, 2018? Yeah, I wouldn't have had any right to vote. And then there would even, when Irish when people were allowed to vote their own constitution, women got the vote 100 years ago in, in the UK, but in Ireland, when we were still part of uh, the UK, there was like whether Irish people could vote, people of a certain age couldn't vote, and then the women couldn't vote. So it's like a double-edged oh, sword. Wow. Of and so I feel very strongly about that voice, and we all see how how much of a difference literally people just putting pieces of paper in boxes can have over the future of a country. So it is a it's a that's a sad mm. a well, sad old setup. 
Speaking of sad, it's time for a segment. Segment. <laughs> Uh, nothing like a nothing like sadness to lead into one of our most uplifting and self-indulgent segments. Um, so Lucas is going to explain this one. It's very self-indulgent. There'll be more segments involving this, you, Ashley. This, this segment has become all vaguely Lucas. interactive recently. I've made it vaguely interactive. It's called On This Day. All right. Um, and how it Ew. works is ah oh, great. I'm glad you approved. That didn't sound real. Uh, it sounded it sounded real enough. It sounded real enough for for what this is. Um, and anyway, uh, we like to do a lot of positive stuff on the show. And on this day is is uh, like which is June 28th. I believe, um, uh, which is mm-hmm. not the day you're listening, if you're listening to this when it's released. Um, but on this day, the day that we're if recording. If you're listening. If you're listening. Uh, this is if probably, you're not listening right oh, now, just stop. If you're not listening right now, you, you probably have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And I hope you're safe. <laughs> probably really confused if yeah. you're not listening yeah. right now. If you're not listening, this is a really uh, disconcerting experience. But on this day that we're recording, uh, June 28th, um, there's like some cool stuff in history that's happened that's kind of like, hey, all right. You know, it's just like a positive thing. We do uplifting. Thing. Stories from history. From history on 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 this day, June twenty eighth, and uh, mm-hmm. there's some like rah rah. You can you can sort of guess as to how this segment is uh, a little self indulgent by this point. Um, but uh, if you if you didn't know, there's a couple really cool things that happened on June twenty eighth that are kind of like rah rah, sort of like political things that I thought were kind of cool. One uh, in 1894, guys. What day? Became an official U.S. holiday. I don't expect you to know this one, Ashling, but Barry. Pancake Day. What happened today? What? I wasn't listening. Pancake oh my god. Day. <laughs> I do not. Labor Day. Labor, Labor Day. day. Pancake Wait, Day Labor came day? later. No, today oh, okay. on June twenty eighth, they invented Labor Day. Oh. This is to celebrate the working. Man. I like that they invented the rights, it, and they're like, know? "It'll happen in a few months." Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait a little bit. It's not Labor Day now, yeah. obviously. Um, and I then, always get confused. Sorry to interject, but Labor Day because it's a joke in the U.S. and it just I, we don't get it here. Like wearing white trousers after Labor Day, you can't. You yeah, know, summer then, you're not supposed to wear after summer. I've never then, understood that. But then isn't everything, isn't every part of our existence posts a Labor Day at some oh. point? Like when does it become post-Labor Day and when does it become pre-Labor Damn. Day? I think, oh my uh, God. Damn, girl. That's is it, crazy. Is it one of the solstices? Interesting. That's my first so guess. So after the winter solstice, you're allowed band. to wear white trousers and chinos. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's something about it. I think it's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day is in May, and it's after Memorial Day you could wear light pants, and then after Labor Day you can't. You could wear a nice light yeah. pant after. I think the rule is, is if people are playing basketball in the NBA, you can't wear white pants. It was really tough oh, before okay. the NBA came around to figure this out, but <laughs> afterwards it was super easy. Okay, in 1969, on June 28th. What riots began in New York City marking the, New the start? The New York City riots. This is... <laughs> well, one hats off to you. Even by a delay, that was, de- you know, the nailed, timing on that was impeccable. Was impeccable. Um, but this, these riots were the start of the, of the gay rights movement in America. Oh. These riots in oh, New the York Stonewall. City. Stonewall riots, Stonewall 1969, in. June 28th. And these, oh, amazing. Uh, const- I love those riots. They're, they're, those widely, they're widely considered to, be, to constitute the most important event leading to the gay liberation movement and the modern fi- uh, fight for LGBTQ rights in the United States. That's great. What, Isn't day, that great? what year was that? Uh, 1969. Wow. On this day. 
June 28th. God, there's still so much work to be done because our Pride is uh, the 7th of uh, uh, July in London. So that's just a few days later. Yeah. What year? Um, <laughs> yeah. The year this year they're doing it uh, in 2018. Oh, oh very, yeah. very. We're, we're just we're, we're celebrating around 2014 now. We're yeah, up to we're 2014. Up to 2014. Yeah. That's we got a, the delay on the phone. Slow yeah. starter. Slow starter. Exactly. Glad you got it. Okay. One final one. Oh God. All it was right. only yeah, three. Yeah, go for it. And there was a lot of back and forth. God, one final one. Did okay. you do? A, yeah. Yeah. Okay. On June 28th, guys. Just to remind you what mm-hmm. day it is right now. In 1964, Malcolm Blank formed the Organization of Afro-American Unity. <laughs> Does uh, the Blank, do we have to buzz in for what we think his buzz in. was? Yeah. Can, Can you buzz, buzz in? in? Yeah, Please it buzz actually in. doesn't. You don't get Murphy. any points. Malcolm Murphy? Yeah. Uh, Malcolm... Malcolm X. Y. Yeah. Is it X? Y. Yes, it's uh, uh, Malcolm X. Uh, I'm not I sure who Malcolm Murphy uh, is. a blank with an X, which would still look like it is something you had to fill in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he you know, was like, thinking way ahead. He was thinking X, way like, ahead. Oh, Mal- Malcolm saw this podcast <laughs> coming. So what is X? Uh, Malcolm <laughs> X or Malcolm 10 formed the Organization of Afro-American Unity. We got to cut out that Malcolm 10 joke. <laughs> That's unacceptable. Okay, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of a cutting room floor for sure. It's gone. Okay. The Organization of Afro-American Unity was a pan-Africanist hey. organization, uh, and it was the purpose of the OAAU was to fight for the human rights of African-Americans and promote cooperation among Africans and people of African descent in the Americas. Hey! So, yeah, what so year was of, that? What that year was, was that? That was 1964. Five years Why? before the Stonewall riots. You keep asking to re- yeah. reiterate as if you're writing it down, Ashley. Yeah, you, 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 yes, uh, you put a little thing together. Just typing this up on my typewriter. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very interesting because they're just two issues that are still such... They've come a long way, but have such a long way to go as well. Yeah. It's yeah. almost sad. Do you that think that we'll what? see any kind of true equality in our lifetime? Oh, I mean, you don't want to be negative, do you? But it's just... <laughs> What is it's true equality? So, That's, the, I think, a question. Well, I feel like you, equity, you'll see, you know it when you see it. Mm, yeah, like you'll porn. know it when you see it. Yeah. yeah. You know it, <laughs> um, it, it, would be, it would be nice to see... I mean, it's really hard when there's the president you have and the rise of the alt-right, and you wonder, is that just a sort of... Um, like a last dying grasp of a certain type of thinking... Um, uh, uh, in in the world, but it's it it is worrying when you see the rise of stuff like that. Challenging, uh, being a, having a different color skin, challenging, uh, having a different type of sexuality to you, challenging, uh, people's lifestyles and who they want to love. It's very. I mean, if you look at like the World Cup is currently on in Russia, and Russia has uh, unbelievable like it's basically committing yeah. humanity Spickable crimes record. against the gay community. Yeah, and yet, it's like a sort viral of everyone's YouTube like, oh, let's video. Let's go play football there. That's more important. Yeah, it makes and me it's wonder very sad. if like yeah. there. Why are we solving fights and then reopening them like abortion? Like you know, it's like it feels like mm. hey, we figured that out in the U.S. and now we're yeah. like, no, we didn't. Let's keep going back. This- Is there just some fights that just won't end? Um, I mean, those ones are particularly sensitive ones, yes, but it also goes to show how ingrained maybe the idea of a, a woman being a product or a piece of meat or something to be bought and sold and kept pregnant is. I, I don't know that the, those basic things are, you know, uh, 
Yeah, it's very sad. It's it's just it's sad for me to hear both of those years and see what's happening in yeah, the state with race still and 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 uh, um, you know with uh, gay people around the world or the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yeah, that's why I was asking to reiterate those dates there, Sneery Barry. Like we did get yeah, over like witches. Barry. Like we don't still go like, yeah. hey, that person <laughs> might be a witch. Let's burn them. I guess. I, yeah, I guess we do. We still do. I mean, we, we definitely sort of do. do. Absolutely, yeah. we do. I mean, people people, people still on. throw acid in the faces of uh, almost uh, pre- only women, but not witches. But the, I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing, isn't it? Is it? I think same, maybe not it's in the our same kind of entitlement. liberal uh, developed yeah. world. But actually, if you look at situations like, for example, how many of our, our clothes? I'm, I'm big into ethical fashion and ethical clothing. But we're like, oh, slavery was awful. And actually, where a lot of our products and clothes are made are made in slavery. Slave. Yeah, yeah, we just called it something like, else. We, re- we recently yeah, we had a very else. we recently had a very delicious chocolate on the show for a segment, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it was slavery free chocolate. <laughs> Oh yeah, which we thought yeah. was really yeah. Cool. That was pretty impressive to to call yourself slavery free. But chocolate. immediately you're like, oh my god, is all other cho- is yeah. is it chocolate? It is from slaves. You know, sure. and that's coffee like a, is oof, coffee oof. is like yeah. is basically slave trade. Well, there's a big. I'm not sure how much like the fair trade movement is over in the US. I haven't kind of noted it, but it's a huge thing in the UK and Ireland. Anyways, is like is your coffee fair trade chocolate? A it lot is of like, big. commodities. Is it Starbucks trade? doesn't it's use big, it for the most it's part. It's big though. among a certain. You have to. You have to. Uh, there's a certain yeah. kind of store you have. Have to be in before that st- that kind of labeling starts to appear. It yeah. is it is a bit class oriented, which is sad um, and really yeah. unfortunate. I do have I have a question for you uh, <laughs> that I'm remembering now. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's sort of like you, you you said about how like a lot of these attitudes were deeply ingrained. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, I, you know, I was curious to know what you if if you think the race towards true equality, as it's popularly known would be shorter if religion wasn't around. Mm. Oh, that's a very difficult one because I don't think that's the be-all and end-all cause of all problems. I think uh, it's when people use those as a sort of veil uh, to get their own means. I think power is a problem in many ways because everything, religion as an idea is not a bad idea. The idea, say, for example, that when my granddad died, my grandmother thought he was gone to a better place. Uh, Ritual is very important for our brains. Say, when people pass away, it's very important to see a body be buried. It's very important to have ceremonies. Um, They help mark things in our mind. And for a lot of people around the world, uh, there'd be no education. Like the most uh, poor Catholics in Ireland were uh, educated in religious orders. Now, it's when power came into that and abuse that some of the worst stuff happened. But the idea at its core was to educate poor people and to raise them up. Um, and so a lot of it is power and abuse of power. And uh, and I think as well, the idea of being so scared of giving anybody your something of yours in the with the idea that you might lose something. So, for example, people are always scared of paying more taxes to get a healthcare system because you're like, what if no one ever gives me anything back? I'm not giving up my stuff. But actually, we're so afraid of giving up money in terms of taxes, but we don't realize that we might get something better 
a happier world, it's, a more healthy neighbor. It's a prisoner's dilemma. If we give up money, it it, it is. It's you know, that sort like, of it, yeah, yeah, the, the game dilemma. theory. It's this game the power theory. Power is it's not religion. It's if people power. were willing to sacrifice a little bit more up front, yes. they would actually mm-hmm. net more in the back but, end. Which is this whole like yeah. you know like a game theory thing, which I think is really which mm-hmm. is really fascinating. And we're well, so we unable go. as human beings. Well, it's just it's just about how impo- mm-hmm. how sometimes losing up first can be the way to make sure that you win in the end. Yeah, and, and there like, are other societies like taxes. that, like Norway and a lot of the Scandinavian countries who do work in that way. But it's it's come from a long process of that. You can't just change America, a capitalist society, straight away. Also, if you look at the history of America, I used to have a bit of stand-up about this, about like how confident Americans are and how they love confident people. And everyone around the world is like, no, that's unnatural. And that the idea that America was made up of all of the people who were evacuated from Europe because they were too confident. And so they were put on boats <laughs> and sent over to America. And they were like, finally, somewhere I can be myself. And while that's a sort of abstract, silly idea, it's not the great, like if you think of the type of people who had to get on a boat, and obviously we're um, uh, taking out the um, slavery uh, element of it here, which is uh, not ideal at all. Um, Not ideal at all, you can quote me on that. Um, (laughs) But if you take uh, all of the other people who did decide to go to America and decided that there's something in that quality of a type of person who would get on a ship without a telephone or letter writing uh, abilities to basically get on a ship and float away into the unknown, essentially leaving everything you've known behind. That does kind of make a whole culture of an individual because all of your grandparents and ancestors backwards were sort of very... Yeah, enthusiastic. I mean, it's, I mean, if, 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 if any country individual, if any country is taken by revolution, also, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and it's not a big yeah. intuitive leap to go from that sort of uh, the the premise of these overconfident refugees uh, to the idea of manifest destiny. Which is a huge and then, part and yes, of the, a manifest the destiny. Let's have more. The whole That's notion of that of that everything it. is supposed to be ours. Even that which yes, isn't already. And, or mine or a big thing. And again, I've stand up about this before. A, a huge thing in America. You hear it all the time on reality TV shows. And we, all of you say it. It's like, well, I came from nothing. I came from nothing. My grandparents came from nothing. I came like a, a big a badge of honor is to have come from nothing. And I made me. And that's you just hear it all the time in different forums in everyone's chat. And that's such a badge of honor. And that doesn't exist in Ireland. Well, well yeah, no but, one came but, from nothing because yeah, everyone yeah. comes from something, whether yeah, it's like you're yeah. rearing what you had or what you didn't have or your community or your neighbours or, you know, um, but the idea that we might come together, I think is is maybe it's just that that element is so ingrained in something American people are very proud of and I can understand that. An achievement. But, uh, yeah, it's an achievement to have come from nothing and to have done it on my own. I did it my way. It's that sort of um, uh, um, pride thing. You, I, I just, I, I wonder, wonder how there's a way of really through community and giving it up and going, oh, we just do this together now or we work together. It, it's a harder mentality to shift if if you even want to shift it. Do you think, uh, I mean, you you being raised in, uh, where, what what city did you grow up in, in, in or town uh, in Ireland? Not, the city, but uh, Kildare in the countryside outside. Kildare in the Kildare countryside. Town. So it's. Mm-hmm. What were the? I mean, what were the lessons you were taught about religion growing? Were you religious, or did you feel like a lot oh, of that influenced you? It wasn't even you? that you were given a choice of. Re- like, everyone was Catholic. Mm-hmm. So in Ireland, it, like the recent 
the recent census um, is eighty six percent Catholic. There's like it's not like you're so you, were uh, you choose another. Yeah, everyone religious. Was. All the schooling system is religious. The mm-hmm. government is religious. There probably were. I doubt there was anyone in the government when I was a kid that wasn't a Catholic. You might have one or two Protestants just for you know diversity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, there was there was no choice outside of it. So uh, as you grow older, though, and again, I've I've travelled. I've traveled a fair bit just with work and then I've lived in the UK for 11 years now and then also um, in America and it does traveling and the great thing about stand-up is as a stand-up if you're on a bill with five people most nights of the week you're listening to different people's perspectives whether you agree with them or not all the time and different people and the only thing that connects us all is that we're all hopeful. I mean you funny. hope in a, uh, in a you good show you hope yeah. in a good show but that does make you start to listen to other people's stories and question all the truths and things you thought you knew as uh, when you were growing up I always remember um, this uh, guy who went to boarding school um, remembers his first day of boarding school when he was 12 and they all sat down to eat their breakfast and they all heard this noise and they're all a bit sheepish and sad because they were like, oh, I miss my mummy. And they remember this noise and down the table, this one kid was saying, hello, Mrs. Pepper. Hello, Mrs. Salt. Now we're going to put the salt and pepper on our eggs. And everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, this is what we always do, isn't it? We all talk to the pepper and salt shakers and put them on our eggs. And I always remember thinking that was a really good metaphor for if you only know one truth and then suddenly you start being awakened to other people, you're like, whoa, everyone doesn't have their salt and pepper can, shakers. Can you describe that moment of awakening? Was there a moment of awakening for you where you're like, oh, I'm listening? Because I feel um, like I've had several like tiny versions of that where I, I discover I, I like how to think, listen or something. I only yeah. realized that the name yes. Mario is, is not Mario. I called Mario. I said Mario forever. Now I just learned no. it's called Mario. Yeah. Do you um, have you had a moment like that where you discovered how Mario uh, is pronounced? I think. Oh wow! I mean, nothing as deep, obviously. But <laughs> obviously. Uh, well, do you, do you know? I didn't. I was so um, green about race until I moved to the UK. Ireland is an extremely white country. I think there was one black girl in our school um, and it still is a really really white country and just uh, I had no obviously the situation in the UK is very different to the US because um, so many people uh, their family has a history of slavery uh, whereas in the UK it's it's most it's nearly all immigration um, so people who came in say with the Windrush generation or from Jamaica or from uh, the UK colonies um, but I was so naive about race about everything like the just from just every part of the black experience and that's where it's just so more important to see it on TV everything from like I, I know I've, I've one friend from drama school and I I didn't know what a weave was. I, I remember asking her how she got her hair so straight. And she was like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, honestly, are you using a straighteners or how'd you get your hair? I had no idea mm-hmm. about hair care, but you know, simple things that are the black experience. And I just did a daily experience and I had no idea about it. And I remember thinking, oh my God, what life have you lived? And so many people were walking around without knowing the things that get in the way or the struggles that other people have that just aren't there. So, yeah. And what, what, so maybe- what occurred to me as being kind of sad is if you give people who travel or who live in other places, if you take away their right to vote, don't you think you're leaving a lot of people who haven't explored other cultures? 
Yeah, basically yes. the people who can vote are the people who stayed home. Or the people who, who stay home. Themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Thank I mean, you. That's, that's great, not great a, that's insight, so true, Barry. Barry. It's just up there with <laughs> the way you pronounce Mario Mario. Yeah, how would you have ever learned how Mario was pronounced if you didn't leave New Jersey? And I would be, I would be voting, I would be voting for Mario, Mario's. You'd be like, oh, this Mario guy, Mario's like a great mayor. Speaking of Mario, I'm terrible at segues. It's time for our lightning round. Lightning round. So this is the most involving of of you. Are you okay? Yeah, no, Are you I, was, UK? I was trying to, I was oh, trying to jazzy Jeff the situation terrible, to be a bit of a terrible. hype man. Did you yeah. cough? Was that a cough or no, was I was lightning. doing the sound of lightning. But it oh. sounded like you've never heard lightning before. Is that Here's true? my no, lightning I have, impression. I uh, lightning. Uh, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. The, I know so, the are you are, are you prepared for some questions? Because that's what this I round is. DTQ. Down, down to, to question. DTQ. Are you, da- are you DTA though? Down, down to, to answer. answer. Anal answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Answer, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. This so. is a much more interactive segment, but it does okay. come with some rules. So I'm assuming since, since you've listened and everyone here has listened to the show, you understand this round. But for our n- people who haven't listened, it's a lightning yes, round. Yes, for those Once, people, also, tell me. welcome. Bienvenido, welcome. new listeners. Hello. Um, uh, konnichiwa. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you five Five questions. In a row. In a row. You have to wait until all five have been asked, and then you can answer. And you only have 30 seconds to answer. <gasps> you, 30 seconds, five questions to learn about you. All we ask is that you're honest. And then I'll do the same. And you have to be honest. No, he okay, will ask you. Okay, but can you give me 35 seconds because of the delay? No. I mean, we'll measure out okay. the 30 seconds, including the delay. The delay is your fault. So, yes. yeah, we can't give you any advantages. Uh, we can't. It's uh, Irish technology. It's not our fault that Irish technology is still, you know, Are you using Irish technology? Yes. Are you using What's Irish your Irish technology? phone brand? Are you just okay. yelling yes. into a toaster right now? What this is, is a, it? This is a tin can with some wire thrown into the sea in the hope that whoever I uh, it would be a, a, a longish poem for an Irish toaster. Okay. I'm actually right now going to play you a bit of Irish tin whistle just because I have it here for to, to signify oh. the lightning round is about to start. Yeah, please. <laughs> Whoa! Was that an actual song? Hey. Or is that just Thank the sound you. of Irish lightning? Uh, that is actually a song. I just can't remember the name of it. But it's one of those mm. twinny day ones. Start me up. For our audience. Start me up hey, by the Rolling Stones. This lightning round is taking really rain-like okay. time to start. <laughs> I think the rain has started. Okay, let's rinse this clean. Here we go. Kaboom! Lightning round. So five questions. Five Wait questions, till all five. You don't have to answer them in order either. No, you don't. But you have thirty seconds. Okay, here we go. You ready? Lightning round, round one. Go. Here we go. Number one. Oh, uh, damn. Hold on. I got to look for the right questions. <laughs> I, I was in the wrong guess. Okay, here we go. Lightning <laughs> round. Lightning round round one. Okay. Uh-huh. No, question so one. Fast. Will any other country in the world get into hurling? Two. Would you ever want to run for office? And if yes, would you prefer the slogan, be positive, or why can't we be friends? <laughs> Three. Cliffs of Moore, Mandy Moore, or the more the merrier? Four. If someone hooked you up to a lie detector test and asked, do you enjoy hearing an incredibly well-crafted joke about poo or an incredibly well-crafted joke about the current state of humanity? Which do you choose, be honest? And five, what's the funniest number? Go. Okay, the first question I forget. Oh, uh, wait. You, don't, you can get back again? to it. Yeah, you get you back to it. it. Once you get again? help, you lose a point. So you should just answer oh, in order. No, you didn't tell me that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me that bit. But no, you, don't, you won't yeah. get any points. So it depends on okay, your, on your uh, relationship to needing points. My most passionate thing 
Ah, oh, uh, very low. Um, <laughs> unless it's in relationship and we're fighting. Um, Good to know. So, uh, in terms of the Moors, you're pronouncing the cliffs of Moher wrong. Moher. So, Boom. Uh, yeah. So which Sorry do you choose? Slap down um, for Barry. <laughs> Uh, always Moher, never Mo more. Is this just an opportunity yeah. for you Moher to learn money, how to say things Moher right? Problems. That's what our podcast is for Barry. He just learns yeah. a new thing. <laughs> She's still on the clock, Lucas. Sorry. We'll add uh, that yes, time Moher back. Moher money, Moher problems. Okay. Um, the uh, B positive, <laughs> I like. Um, oh, I like that too. The uh, I hate, hate, hate talking about poo. Okay. So I will be taking humanity. I Great. find it disgusting. The Not other even poo manity? Yep. I, I, I disagree, but I, I, will, right now, Lucas, I like the answer. You disgust me. Um, <laughs> then the first one, what was the first question? But I don't want to get a help, but it might be really boring to actively sit and listen to me trying to remember. No, no, no. Podcast. Great so That's far. great. What, do you remember <laughs> any other of the questions? Uh, um, she's answered, what, four, three? Three. 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 Three, three for the Would you like first some help? and last one? Yes, okay, please, last Barry. one. Was There's no shame in asking for what's help. What's the funniest number? Says the woman asking for oh. help. <laughs> funniest number? Uh, nine. <laughs> that is pretty oh, funny. That's I pretty do funny. think the boys helped it. But you yeah. sold it. You sold it. <laughs> Thanks, babes. Okay. And then what's first the first question? question was, again? will any other country get into hurling? Oh, yes, I'd hope so. It's an extremely skillful sport. The thing about hurling that's interesting, uh, for those of you who don't know what hurling is, it's a traditional Irish sport mm-hmm. involving... It's, it's quite like... Ice it's one of the oldest sports. Way, but it is one of the oldest sports. So thank you. Um, but it's also extremely skillful and there's no such thing as a professional at it. So everyone does other jobs. So the whole sport is fueled from passion. And also you can only ever play from the county or area that you're from. Yes, you can never be I bought love. or sold to other counties, which is, if you're talking about passion and sport, um, then I think that's a very important And what is I the did, game? Here, I, well, the game I'll work? explain it to Lucas real quick if I can. Okay, because great. Yes, please. I do agree. It is. I love the idea that you can only play for the team where you're from. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, as a criticism, it does look like a sport where a bunch of people ran into a sporting goods store and just picked a bunch of equipment and then ran out <laughs> onto a field and made it up as they were going along. Um, uh, okay, great. I think I'm going to But in that, it is old, so yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to catch on because they've had a lot of time. But Lucas, that's, that's basically what it is. Okay, so it's just a bunch yeah. of people doing stuff. It's sort of soccer and hockey and rugby. Yeah. Is that the best way? Uh, helmets. With helmets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I totally get it. I yeah. totally get it. I don't think we ever need to explain more of it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Have, so great. that was it. I'm giving you no points. No points. Zero points. Um, you get zero points because you uh, needed help. Uh, yeah. So, oh. you know, just goes well, to show you what you, get for, uh, what you get for asking for help. Which that is, is the first round. But you do have a chance oh to redeem God. yourself here because Lucas is oh going to ask you That's five right. more. That's right. And I'm a much more generous judge. I'll just say that historically. And you know what's interesting? There's a pen really near me, but not near enough that I could actually be bothered. How far away is that? Five we've had feet? guests. Uh, we've had guests try meter that. And a half. Meter and a half. Yeah. It does not work. Meters. I knew I'm I was. Okay, you know, the, the measurement was okay, wrong. All right. Uh, light. And just so you know, this round is going to be the exact same, except it'll be a different, a different voice that you'll be hearing because I'll be the one asking questions. Don't panic. Don't freak out I, about that. I can't tell you white guys apart, if I'm honest. But okay. <laughs> I mean, boom. And without your face, it, it makes it even harder. It, it is good to neg me a little bit before the question round because I will be softer. Um, <laughs> uh, it, the, I want you. Lucas. I want yeah. Right. This entire lightning round. Stop making Lu- Lucas softer. <laughs> Ashley, please. Uh, uh, so this this round is exactly like round one. 
<laughs> Except you'll have a very soft judge. Um, Jesus, no, man. I'm sorry. Come on, it. man. I'm sorry. That wasn't even at all how I was thinking of it. So you two filthy, <laughs> filthy comedians brought that in. But mm. uh, so it's it's round. It's, I'm, it's I'm just like round one, but it's round two. So you have five questions in 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hope That's you're ready. That's a novel new idea. Oh, hold okay. on, my phone here locked itself out. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Lightning okay. round. Lightning round. <laughs> the so fastest round. Real fast. The fastest round in our whole show. All right. Lightning round. Round two. Go. One. Should America have stayed under English rule? Two. Whose name would you most like to mispronounce and where? Three. What is the most searched for Google question in Ireland, in your opinion? Be honest. Four. What's the most important? This is a choice. What's the most important thing we don't know about Ireland? Or what's the least important? (laughs) What's the least important thing we don't know about Ireland? Five. Not possible. Five. Sunglasses or no sunglasses? Why? Okay, I'll work okay. my way backwards. Yeah. You think? Five sunglasses. Of course, they're important. You must make sure you buy a good pair with a good UV rating on it. Though UVA or UVB? UVA and UVB. That's right. Um, That's the right answer. And UTC and THC. So it's very important because if you use ones that don't have good. Um, uh, uh, FPF or whatever on it, then they'll actually magnify your eyeballs and let more sun in. That's oh, important. I feel it's important whoa. that I tell America about that. Thank you. Um, in terms of Britain and America <laughs> being part of each other, I think it would be really dangerous for me to suggest that Britain still owned America. So in terms of stay, keeping my visa and all hail Lord Trump, um, I think everything's going really well. I'm just saying should. Not that they do. Should have America. I stick by exactly as everything is at the moment. <laughs> No, Wait, when you say it would be dangerous, I'm picturing people like physically attacking you I know, because you said it. I know. Is that what you're listen, picturing? I know, Barry. You have told me how well received this podcast is, and how popular it is, and how many government. Oh God, people I hope you didn't. This is mostly <laughs> government agencies that listen to this. A the fee and B how wildly listened to right, us by powerful it's, it's, people. Well, okay. Listen, that's your so, choice with the honesty. There, that's your choice. Okay. That's, that's what I, I'm saying. That I for. know it could be then terribly damaging to your were, visa. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. So to be clear, you said we should still be under British rule. Yeah, just no. to, for the record. <laughs> okay, uh, no just to clarify, <laughs> Ashley B thinks America should still uh, no. be under British rule. Is that for the record? Okay, for the record. No. All right. Do you do you uh, need God help? Bless Earl do you... Trump. <laughs> uh, wait, now let me think. Do I need help? There was oh, least Irish fact or or big that people don't know. Um, oh, here's uh, the, uh, an Irish fact that a lot of people don't know. Ireland is Europe's second biggest banana exporter. Mm-hmm. Biggest bananas now, or most bananas? Now, is yeah. that I can't tell honestly if that's the most important thing we don't know about Ireland or the least important thing we don't know about Probably Ireland. Probably the least. To okay, be so let me ask that again. Um, biggest biggest bananas company. or most bananas? Uh, most bananas. Okay, got it. Biggest got it. banana company. Okay, most, got it. So got it. most bananas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so this, yeah. biggest banana exporter is one of the funniest <laughs> things I can ever picture. Yeah. Just one giant banana one every year is slowly shipped really from giant Ireland. Banana. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you need help? Hold, with that? hold it easy, girls. Hold it easy. Um, <laughs> strap it down to the boat. Whoa there. Whoa. Hold it Peter easy, back, girls. Feed it back. <laughs> yeah. There'll be mm-hmm. banana bread for months. Um. So uh, then the next thing you asked was, so you had the bit about Lisa and Irish sunglasses, America. Oh, then there were two little tricky ones. You snuck in there, you little monkey. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what were the other two? I really thought I was going to remember them, you know. 
I thought so, too. I I mean, he made this so difficult. It's it's insane you remembered three. Oh, Google. Something about Google. What is the most Google thing in Ireland? Was that the question? Mm -hmm. Yes, in your opinion. Uh, In my opinion, what's the most Google uh, thing in Ireland? Uh, Where is my house? So, uh, wait, that's so, that, wait, in a like, I've lost my house. I don't know where it went. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. Or like, where's my house? Um, it can take I love things I've ever heard. Uh, I love it. My whole life. That's great. And then, oof, one more, <laughs> one more thing. Um, what was the other question? I like the idea that you lose just, your house and then you're like, <laughs> nearing, I need to Google <laughs> this. Accounting for the delay, you're nearing the end of your 30 second time limit here. Uh, uh, could you just give me a little clue out of a, a kindness okay. of your heart? Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you <laughs> one word. Mispronounce. Yes. I'm losing my mind here. Oh, give me a second. oh, yes. What name would you most like to mispronounce and where? Yes. Uh, so I would like to mispronounce maybe Trump. To Trump's face. Ooh. How? How would you, like, how would you oh, mispronounce it? President Trump. Very welcome. I Maybe would mispronounce that. it as Obama. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. President oh, Obama. Would not be. If you were like, oh, Mr. Obama. Sorry, um, is, is that you? I can't remember. I don't know about politics. I would say term. Um, I thought Obama was a president. Term. term. Yeah, I would say term. <laughs> president. <laughs> president term. I'd be like, hello, Mr. Uh, term. President term. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, Mr. President term. term. You're so welcome. <laughs> and he'd keep correcting you. See, I think those are the things that would actually get him. Yeah. And he'd keep correcting you. Uh, why don't we all just call him Trump? Term. And you'd go. Oh, of course. I'm so sorry, Mr. Term. We tried that, right? <laughs> constantly. He'd slow. Low microaggressions. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to see what would happen. So does she get a point for that I round? I mean, please. <clears throat> Where's my ass? No, no, no begging. Hold on. Think of my You're absolutely allowed. Uh, and could choose not to have. Well, by God the rules. <laughs> by the rules, you do not get a point, right? By the um, rules. We can get around the rules, but. Yeah. You know, technically, you by guys the rules. made the rules. Sneary yeah. Barry's a real stickler for the rules. Sneary oh, Barry. <laughs> what are you, Trump? No, that's, Sneary a, that's Ashling's. That's Ashling's oh, term sneery. for you. Sneary. Because oh. Sne- yeah. you were sneery earlier. It's science no, it wasn't. term for you, Sneary Barry. You were so sneery. Yeah, so many scientists call yeah. you Sneary Barry. Um, but I know you're a real stickler Pucus for Lucas, the- <laughs> I would call it. So. As long as our guests don't call me that, I don't care. Um, uh, yes, by the rules, technically you shouldn't get a point. There it but is. But Barry himself would That's be the That's been the lightning round. Barry be the first to acknowledge that Where's My House is maybe the funniest answer we've ever had in a lightning round. And I personally think Whoa. that's deserving so there is a way to get around the rules, if you want me to explain. Please you can, tell Lucas me Lucas is allowed it. to give me a point for anything throughout this podcast, and I can give the guest a point. So, so theoretically, that? if he gives me a point for something, I can then give it to you. But now, now theoretically. Listen. Oh, now listen here, Ashling. This plays into Please, something. I'm, this I plays into something ears. we talked about earlier. Little do you know this, but this was a carefully orchestrated moment that Barry and I planned from the beginning of the podcast, and that's why I slipped in the reference about the prisoner's dilemma. Mm-hmm. You could give Barry a point, mm-hmm. which would raise his point total to two, mm-hmm. because I gave him a point earlier for something. Mm-hmm. Um, that would mean he'd have two, and you'd have zero. Yes. But he could decide to give you that one point. Which would tie you with Barry. Why would Ashling have a point? But if you mm. don't give him the point, he's stuck at one, and you could get a point later on for some uh, something else. I don't you know understand. what I mean. So I you could be giving this. Barry two points, mm-hmm. and he might keep it, and you would still I have would zero. I would rather die on my sword <laughs> than give up my feeling of kind. Barry, 
Yeah. Even though you're sneery as I'm not sneery. This is starting to sound anti-Semitic. You've got a latent <laughs> sneeriness about you. But I love you. I am giving you my point. Oh. And even though I've been left with nothing, oh. I will die on my sword. And I don't care because oh. that is a risk I That's run in That's so life. sweet. That's Thank I would you. give it all. I do have bad news, though. I don't remember when you got a point. Barry. She doesn't have Neither a point yet. I, okay. Honest. I was just oh. saying you have one oh, already. Okay. But that I got to say that does that's the generous act of a person from the land of the big banana. Thank you know you. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, the land was of the big banana. And I am I am keeping my point. So here we go. So Barry's a 2 and you're a God, 0. That, that one minute between the the 30 seconds from each round, it really passed by so quickly that lightning round, didn't it? Yeah, this is such a quick minute. Well, once you account for the delay, that 12 I, minutes is really two. I stand by um, <laughs> where's my house being one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I'm still uh, I'm still keeping the point, though. I just just the picturing point an either. older Irish man with the Irish hat that it, they all wear, just kind of standing in the road being like, oh, I wonder where my house is. Sorry about that accent. And then he goes, and then he goes I'll bring up Google on my phone. <laughs> Which in Ireland is presumably like two toasters taped together because it's Irish technology. Oh, this is getting this is getting and you, mean. You put the information in and then you okay. let it sit. We never do this, but I'm minutes. I'm going to okay. skip right ahead to one more segment, our final segment, and it's called "Would You Rather." Are you interested? Uh, I think I am. I'm okay. sort of in for a penny and for a pound. Here we go. I'm really there. proud of this one. I'm really... So this is simple. At the end of this, I get to date one of you guys, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, you don't know you which lose, one, though. If you you don't get to choose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have to. Here's, yeah. the, here's the game. There's two situations here. you got to choose which one, and you got to say why, and we have to decide if your okay. answer is to our liking. Well, if it's correct. Correct, yeah. Yes. Okay, here we go. Would you rather... All right, here it is. Would you rather... For the rest of your life, have only cold food and beverages or only hot food and beverages? Oh, great forever. question. Forever. Great question. I know the answer, I but great question. I have no qualms. If qualms is how you say that qualms. word, I have none of them. Qualms. Mm-hmm. Qualms. Yes. But my point situation at the moment is zero, and that is the same amount as I have of qualms for this answer. <laughs> Okay. Uh, only, only hot food and drinks. Ah, Absolutely. I drink seven. No. Here, well, here I gotta hear why. That's the correct answer. Here's the thing. I do not. I think when I, the only place in the world I've ever been asked this is in America. Hi, uh, can I get a tea, please? You want that hot? Yes, I'm not a fucking psychopath. Uh, well, you're yeah. talking about tea. But well, just think about a world. Pass. We're the most confident refugees in the Cold world. Coffee. You have to understand Think that, about so. a world where the only water you can drink is hot water. I'm fine with that. You're fine yum, with that? Yeah, because yum, I get tea, yum, I get coffee, I get water. soup, I get a nice yeah. hot meal. I don't know if you guys have day. ever uh, exercised. Yes, Lucas. But I can't imagine anything worse than picking up. Yes, and there's nothing I love pitcher. more than throwing a nice hot cup of coffee over me. Yeah, do you want to say too hot? Well, you, you could only take cold showers because you always accidentally drink some water in the shower. That's true. Mm. Well, or you can't drink it, or you die. But here's the. <laughs> <laughs> that was not you explained. You do a lot of the end footnotes of rules, Barry. Yeah. You, uh, you really. Uh, I've been. So you wait, know when we were talking about um, religion earlier on. I'm so sorry. Stuff, you're you're like, right. Barry would absolutely be one of the guys making up the like. No, no. You have to be going to a cave if you got your period because women mean, are, which look, is okay. It's totally to in keeping cave. for so here's Barry. the thing. You have to go to a cave yeah. when you get your period. That's everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> Is that what you said? Uh, what is that? Okay. What? All right, yes. 
Um, well, you're wrong, but uh, I actually I believe cold because cold um, is is a necessity. It matches your heart. It matches my heart, and I believe that uh, <laughs> food is still as good uh, cold in a lot of situations. But um, no, cold food being hot is disgusting in a lot of situations, and I will bring you. I will point you towards coleslaw. But, but okay, but you don't have to eat hot coleslaw. Yes, you could just you eat hot foods that you I want to eat. Give up coleslaw? Yeah, well, you immediately. Say, you say to me, Barry. <laughs> yes. Are you telling me, me you can't give up coleslaw? So when I find myself at coleslaw, but actually, <laughs> if you look at coleslaw, it's raw cabbage and carrots. Sure. And how would you rather eat cabbage and carrots? Cooked, my man. Well, I don't. I don't call coleslaw. And I would point you, Barry, back towards beans. That's where I would point Mm, you, Barry. This is this debate is quickly getting political. (laughs) I think beverages really kills it for me because, uh, man, do I love a a cold glass of coffee. Like how? Okay. I'm telling you. All right. Well, the first winter would come, and you'd be begging, begging for hot beverages. Begging for a nice you, chowder. You know, you, you be the new Jon Snow. You know nothing, Barry Rothbard. That's right. That's not true. You'd I know you so want to be John Wet, not Jon Snow, because you'd be like, "Brr, I'm cold." <laughs> all those stupid cold beverages. Um, um, so here's the thing. I am. A, I. You obviously can't get a point because you're wrong. But here's here's the here's the situation. I really respect you mm. having zero qualms about this. A lot of our guests. They so you're going to give her a qualm. So few qualms. You were super confident in this, so I am giving you one mm-hmm. half of a point. Oh, is that <gasps> one of your halves what? of points or a different one? I'm giving her one half a point for this round because of the style. Oh. It's a style half and as point. A, as an immigrant, I will be delighted with taking less than uh, you have. Thank you. I will actually I will actually now take it back. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> okay, Yay. well, so... Uh, as we near the end, um, we have some uh, some final. Do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts, Lucas? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess. <laughs> do you? Would you? No, seriously. Uh, I do. I do have a final thought, and it, it and it's basically, um, you know, you're you're you seem to have, you're a zero qualm person. You seem like you you're very confident and able to express yourself, um, but that's a rare thing. Uh, mm. Actually, what, what kind of? I think so. I think for a lot of people, they get really nervous, or they have a lot On of podcasts. Uh, just in in life, I think, but podcasts definitely. This is starting to sound like you didn't have a in question. No, I do. I'm taking my time really setting it up. I love, I love context. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. I like basking in it. But um, you know, for people who are are less. Uh, are, are shyer, more tentative with expressing their opinions or, or, or you know, being more vocal mm-hmm. in these kinds of important conversations. Do you have any advice to, to for them to like, hey, it, this is how you can develop the muscle to start talking? Um, you know, there's so much stuff on online and through therapy that you get and you do about how to see something from someone else's perspective. And I've learned that language is so, it can be so infuriating. It can be so... Um, You can really poke a bear with language. And what you want to do is try to use words and language in relationships and whatever you're in that that sort of doesn't always assume. So, for example, words like I feel this or I feel that rather than language that sort of uh, ironically for someone you're saying is verbose and able to express themselves. This part I'm finding hard to express. Um, But say if you're in a fight with your partner and 
you're going, you never do this and you never do that. And you never do that. That he, that person hears that or I would hear that as an attack. Mm-hmm. If someone is saying, I feel that sometimes you do this or I feel that sometimes it just opens up the situation that it might not be as black and white or targeted mm. or accusatory as before. And I think how we use our language and I know that you can really practice going, I feel like this or I feel this or I'm not sure about this, but here's sort of what I'm thinking at the moment and even setting up those sentences and words like that and it sort of because it promotes natural coexistence quells, yeah it, it promotes a coexistence is a lovely way of saying it um, thank you and I think that's a big thing we have to get around it's sort of like <clears throat> rat-a-tat-tat of the sort of like um, gun type language that we that we, we can use with our partners with the people we love really doesn't do it, al- it also assumes that you might good. not be correct what, you know, like, yes, which, which is I think is perfect. a huge thing if we all go into things. And that's not about losing your power or, mm-hmm. or um, like say, there's a lot of chat about how women speak in meetings and going, sorry, do you mind this? Or it's not about not backing yourself. It's about in a discussion where there's something up, up to chat about, to, to, to assume you're not always correct, I think there requires a lot more strength than sometimes to go in fighting. Mm. Well, and I think, well, if the end goal is to reconcile the relationship between yes. two people versus Win. proving Winning. one reality, yeah. right? Yeah. And so if, yeah, if your end exactly. goal, if the end goal of both parties is to have a more peaceable or amicable relationship, you want to mm-hmm. speak in ways that promote coexistence and promote like that dueling thoughts yeah. can survive around each other, that you can disagree, and, but still be, yes, be able to repair. Yes, and ask questions and ask questions and maybe don't make huge bold statements in the opening of chat. So you put people on the back foot. Um uh, so so yeah, stuff like that. I think makes it makes it slightly easier well to 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 speak sometimes. But like, I was a very angry person in my twenties, so it's taken a long time for me to learn. I'm still getting better, as we all are, to try and do that. But admitting you might not be right, or trying to see things from the other person's point of view, is so hard. Sometimes it feels like you are being walked over. You're giving something. Up or you're giving up your power but it really it, it it's it's the start of actually making relationships at work i think and that's on a bigger scale of work that. or in, in 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 your own actual relationship that's great or anything like yeah that, that's you, a know? you know what i I, no. I just you put me in a in a really happy place just now and uh oh. i would but like Barry, to I have one question for well, you before you, you are you becoming cheery barry i would actually like to give you another <laughs> half of, of one of my points that just went right by huh? to oh, give you one point of a point. And that does that bring you down to one point, Barry? That brings me down to a half of a point. Wait, no, you had two. Well, I don't understand the math. No, I have one and a half now. No, you have one and a half, so yeah, you're yeah. still winning. Yes. Okay. So well, what was your question wild. for me? <laughs> oh, but you're, you're willing to not win by as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, my question to you, Barry, is, where is my house? <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Every time, oh, that's great. Where's my house? Um, thanks. Do you have any final word? I guess that's it. That's a, that's a, that's the thing. Thanks so much for joining. Well, no, I would actually, find it really wait, funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I just no. said I would find it really funny if um, my side of this isn't recorded and that you guys are just doing it. <laughs> I mean, that would be very difficult for us. It's a little hard for me to hear how much pleasure like... you would take in our failure, but love, it would be that. funny. It's just us silent for like 30 full seconds every yeah. once in a while. 
<laughs> just the sounds of listening. Um, well, we uh-huh. ask all our guests two questions when, when you leave. First of all, what oh, charity right. should us and our listeners donate to of your choice? What, what is your favorite? Ooh, what charity? So I, I don't know the American ones mm-hmm. at the moment, but I think it's fairly safe to say uh, the one that's going around in America, which is uh, helping um, uh, re... Oh, what's the word? The English word. Um, the kids at the border uh, oh, to uh, put races. them back with their parents. Yeah, races um, is the so, yeah. organization. Yeah, so I'm seeing that everywhere and I've donated and people R-A-I-C-E-S, around the world can donate to that as well. C-E-S, races. Yeah. So, yes, and that's question one. And question two is, why should we be hopeful? Why should we be hopeful? Because of moments like this. Because we've still managed to struggle through and we've all more in common. Uh, that's why programs like The Bachelor and there's a program in the UK called Love Island work so well or take off so well is that most people are looking for someone to share their life with, for Mm. their kids to be safe, to get a job. We all have very similar, more things in common than we do that pull us apart. And uh, once we begin to see that, I think, uh, and look more, not see that, but actively like exercising a muscle, go out and seek that. Uh, I think that's when we'll all find a lot more happiness well and hope. And of well, course, is hope. And this is an amazing thing that's happening right now because you recognized that our podcast was actually saving and this conversation was saving the, the world. world. I'm pulling out of my special box a special <gasps> point. <gasps> Right no. now, he literally pulled out oh a box. Huh? I pulled out a box. I've never seen this a before. Giant point, almost the size of an Irish <laughs> banana, and it's I'm crazy. To a There's scraps of Lucas, old food penis, in that box too. It's not I'm at all. not there in the room. You're not <laughs> no, I'm staying off that hashtag. <laughs> I'm pulling it out of my giant box, almost the size of a giant One banana. Point. Oh, Lucas, you had to ruin it. I'm so sorry. Um, this moment, I don't want to tarnish this moment of victory for you because that pulls you ahead of <gasps> sneery cheer. Barry, ahead of Sneery Barry, I'm yeah. happy to, to lose See? by this. Uh, That's why this- I hope clearly fabricated rule that Lucas has come up with. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's so clear the other rules are so concrete and real, but concrete. this one's complete. Yeah. Concrete. See? Concrete. Love Trump's Sneery Barry. Aww. Where's my house? Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Congratulations on winning. All right, and we're Thank out. Thank you. That's right.